The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not of my employer. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. But that's okay, because I don't like y'all anyway. We have until November of 2020 to get our act together as a country, as a nation, to correct this injustice. And the biggest injustice in the world was allowing a foreign power to install a criminal into the White House and turn an administration into a fascist crime syndicate. That must be corrected. And we only have a little, there's only one more election we have to correct it, or this whole thing is over. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. I never met any of the founding fathers, but I'm sure if they were listening to Least Coast Radio right now and brand new episodes of Dies in Your House, they would agree with the sentiment. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Least Coast Radio. Get us on Patreon, at Least Coast Radio. Vote. Blue Wave 2020. Let's make it happen. Least Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Every weekend. We here on Least Coast Radio are trying to fight the rising tide of fascism. The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. Yeah, we don't we don't want any of that in America. So we gotta we gotta stop it. We gotta put out the fire now. As liberals, not even as liberals, as Americans, as patriots, as people that like democracy. The only thing we can do right now to fix our country is use our weapons and our weapons are our voices our handmade signs and social media get the message out there voting voting is key elections have consequences if you don't know what staten island is it's like new york's abortion that live representing staten island staten island was no joke Hey, yo, who's in the house dies in your house? What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is the weekend. I am Jay Porks. We are back here on Least Coast Radio with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. What is this madness you've stumbled upon, you might ask yourself? Well, who is this snowflake, you might ask yourself? crying about democracy well it's somebody that knows how important democracy is to us as a society as a nation we're fans of democracy here in america it's what america was founded on for the people democracy is for the people it's for you and i democracy is not for people that only have large sums of money in their bank account 
For too long in this country, democracy has been taken away from the people and been given to the rich and powerful. And that train has hit, that train has hit the, has hit the, its destination, it's parked, it's done. It's being taken off the tracks, and there will be no more of that. We are taking it back. These are what are known as the dark years, and we can't afford to have any more of them. So we need to focus all our energy on making sure we get back to a working democracy here in America and not continue to slip into the fascist regime, into what the into fascism, which is what the fascist crime syndicate that lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue would like us to do. You see the news this week, a lot of things resemble fascism, a lot of lawlessness, a lot, you know, hey Google, what is fascism? According to Wikipedia, fascism is a form of radical right-wing, authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition and strong regimentation of society and of the economy which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Yeah, we don't want any of that in America. That is not the way America works. This is for the people. We don't have people just going around living this lawless life where we just do what we want without any consequences and I don't know about you but I'm just about fed up with it and I know that I every week there's a new variation of me being fed up with it but in all seriousness enough is enough so last week I started the podcast by saying if a citizenship question goes on the census democracy is over luckily democracy survives another week because this clown was just using a Rose Garden press conference as a distraction from his buddy Jeffrey Epstein, who's going to jail for a long, long time. Everything that happened this week was a distraction from Jeffrey Epstein. Because there are pictures of Trump and Epstein being friends, and there's audio of Trump on the radio with like Howard Stern. Saying that Epstein likes young girls, and that that's his friend. And, not only that, there was a party with 25 young girls between the ages of 13 and 16 flown in to a party that Jeffrey Epstein was having, and the only men attending the party were Jeffrey Epstein and Donald freaking Trump. Okay? So listen. I'm not gonna sit here and read the Jeffrey Epstein rap sheet because the gist of it is bad enough. Preying on young girls is all I need to hear to want you locked up for a long, long time. But let's go to the New York. New York Magazine has uh, a piece and I'll read a little paragraph here. We'll almost certainly never know how many girls Epstein molested or allowed to be molested by others. Police originally identified more than three dozen possible victims when they investigated in 2005 and 2006. The Miami Herald has since identified nearly 80 girls molested by Epstein, most of whom were only listed as a Jane Doe in court documents to protect their identities as minors. Most were, most were girls between the ages of 13 and 16 when they were targeted by Epstein as far back as 2001. Many also came from low-income households and thus may have been more susceptible to the cash for to the cash for massage ploy Epstein allegedly used to lure girls to his homes. 
Witnesses have also testified in subsequent civil court proceedings that hundreds of additional victims were brought to Epstein from around the world. Hundreds of victims. So like, hundreds. And this is predatorial behavior. And you know what, before I get into like sex predators and government officials, this is gonna be a good time. This is gonna be a good time to just state again, for the record, in case, you know, in case you missed it at the top, in case you missed the capital letters on my Twitter feed. I'm gonna state it for you again. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are that of my own and are not that of my employer. That is any past employer, current employer, future employer. Present employer, I'd like to keep staying employed by present employer. Present employer is awesome, and therefore, anything, any words that come out of my mouth on this podcast, or anything you read that I've said on the internet that is an opinion of mine, is that an opinion of mine, Jay Parks, and not that of any institution that pays me money to do a job at any point during the day. Okay, that's covered. And the accounts and description of this broadcast cannot be disseminated without the express written consent of Least Coast Radio and Dysing House is prohibited. No, I'm kidding. We didn't need that. That was a joke. That 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 part was a joke. You can copy it. You can cop it's not copyrighted. Spread the word. Spread it. Like the hate is spreading in America every day. Like the hate and division spreads. So Jeffrey Epstein, you may have seen, oh, well, you know, three dozen girls in 2005. What happened to that? Well, I'll tell you what happened to that. <clears throat> Prosecutors in Miami decided to give Jeffrey Epstein one year in prison and have him register as a sex offender for preying on young women between the ages of 13 and 16, over three dozen of them, at least at that time. And he was in jail... But, he wasn't in jail, he was in jail doing work release. Which means, from Monday through Friday, at least, he would leave jail in the morning and return to jail at night. What kind of jail lets you leave? Work release? What was he doing? Running a massage parlor? I mean, really? And the biggest... And the, the prosecutor that gave him that sweetheart deal is Alex Acosta, the labor secretary right now. The secretary of labor. Who is actually the secretary of sex trafficking crimes fall under the department of labor. Trafficking, labor, work. So not only did this guy wet the bed in, 20, in 2006... Whenever they actually charged Jeffrey Epstein. But this guy took a job overseeing all of employment in America. So, like, just, to, like, he took that job and it was like, yeah, listen, if there's any other people, you know, trafficking young broads, I'm going to make sure that I only give them a year in prison. And he gave a press conference the other day and he said, get this, this was his excuse. I swear to God, this is real. This was not a meme. Alex Acosta said that, you know, times are different now than they were 10 years ago. Well, I got news for you. Fuck you with that, okay? Pardon my French, but...
Fuck you with that answer. You can take that answer and you can go fuck yourself with that. Because I never heard anyone, how could anyone, any man, any guy who's had a mother, had an aunt, had a cousin, niece, daughter, how can anyone get up there and say, well, you know, today, right now, it's not okay to prey on young women or women in general. But back then, it was a different time. It was okay to take young women from inner cities, from other countries who don't know any better, and keep them as basically prisoners. Prisoners! That's what they are. They're prisoners. Keep them as prisoners so you and your rich friends can play. And one thing before I keep going with this, there's word on the street. There's word by the water cooler. I saw Prescott. Uh, I saw uh, statements from the Clinton camp. People are saying that Bill Clinton's friends with Jeffrey Epstein, he may have been at one of these parties or whatever. I got news for you. I'm a 2019 Democrat. Bill Clinton means shit to me, okay? So if Bill Clinton's gotta go down with this fucking boat, then Bill Clinton's going down too, okay? Because there's no more, there's no longer me hoping that his wife can become president because you people ruined that for me and you people will never be forgiven for what we're in right now. Everything that happens right now is because of you people, you Jill Stein voters, you independent, unelectable, you ruined the country, man! You ruined my life! You ruined the lives of millions of people! For the sake of hundreds! For the sake of hundreds of people that may have some money in their bank account! You think the stock market... You think the stock market... Is a good measurement of how regular Americans are doing when 72% of Americans don't hold stocks. What kind of bullshit is that, man? Don't come to me with that bullshit. Make America great again. Fuck you. With your fucking racism. That's all it is. It's a way to keep white men in power. That's all it ever was. And you people make me sick. And you people will not be forgiven for this. Because I don't care what you think of Hillary Clinton. This country would be in a crazy good place with Hillary Clinton as president. But you sat there and you wanted to break up the system. Yeah. You're a fucking asshole. You know that? Let's let nine-year-olds drive, too. Fuck it. Maybe they'll change things up. Maybe people be careful on the roads if you get some nine-year-olds there. I don't understand. So people like Jeffrey Epstein, it's not one guy. It's not like, oh, Jeffrey Epstein, can't believe that happened. That one time. No. This is a, a culture. It's a culture of people. The lawlessness. It's a culture of people thinking that they can... Thinking and believing and actually getting away with anything they want <coughs> including preying on young girls 13 to 16 I'm 32 years old I mean I look at girls that are 25 and it's gross I don't get the whole young girl liking I, that doesn't make it that doesn't make sense to me but the whole lawlessness when Republicans are a party of law and order and they, they, they put up a sexual predator 
to be their fucking nominee. And let's not let's not pretend like it's not like let's not pretend it's anything else. Guy's a sexual predator. Okay? He's credibly accused over 20 times of being a sexual predator. Those 20 women are all alive. And they're all open to tell their story any day of the week. But what do you got? Got Fox News brainwashing half the country. So there goes half. And what do you got the other half doing? Fighting. That's what you got. I swear to God. So in between... Between the census question, the executive action, yada yada yada, I'm scrolling Twitter the other day to look for a constitutional lawyer, right? I want somebody who knows the Constitution to assure me that they can't put the citizenship question on the on the on the census. I'm just looking for that, and you know what I see? I see Democrats fighting with Democrats in front of Republicans. We're doing the work for them, guys. We're doing the work for them. That's what they do. They sow division. Because they can't win elections. So they set up ways where the Democrats can fight each other. And it's happening. People are like, oh, Pelosi needs to stop. Oh, AOC needs to stop. How about you both stop doing anything in public? Because Republicans are watching. And this is all fodder for their news organization to grow in numbers there. It legitimizes their argument that Dems are crazy if all we do is fight. And you can say we can walk and chew gums only so many times before it gets old. We know we can walk and chew gum. We understand that. But we don't need to be sitting here... Pelosi versus AOC. Is AOC a good thing or a bad thing? You like AOC, but she took our revolution money. Like, she's Bernie, but she's not Bernie. Like, I mean, listen, AOC didn't didn't honeymoon in Moscow. So, like, if she partnered up with Bernie, if she, you know, if she partnered up with Bernie Sanders to, you know, get a seat in Congress, and she took some of that money that he was bringing in, I'm cool with that. She's not a Bernie-crat until she says otherwise. We'll see who she endorses. I mean, we'll see. They still got time. But so far, you know, she's brash, she's bold, she tweets. I like it. I'm sorry. I like it. I like a lot. I like most of the things Pelosi does. I don't get what's going on with the... I get what's going on with the impeachment, but I don't get what's going on with the impeachment, you know? It's like if cops didn't arrest people because judges wouldn't convict them. Like, when cops are making an arrest, do they do they make the arrest thinking, oh, man, well, if I don't get this conviction, then this arrest is not worth it. Same thing with impeachment. It It's something that needs to be done because it's what you do in these times. But if it's not going to lead to a conviction, then it, it's a hapless exercise. So, yeah, it is a rock-in-a-hard-place type situation. It is. And people say you shouldn't play politics. You shouldn't, but you have to. Because if you don't play politics... See, here's the thing. Republicans have been playing politics for 50 years already. And that's why they're in the position they're in. Where they can steal Supreme Court seats and just, you know, break laws and kill filibusters when they want to and filibuster when they don't. And none of it matters anymore. 
<laughs> the reason why is because they've played politics for 50 years. So maybe it's about time we played politics. Like, for instance, their impeachment of Bill Clinton wasn't to remove Bill Clinton. Their impeachment of Bill Clinton was to ensure that Al Gore didn't win. To dirty up the ticket. To dirty up Gore, you know. So you got Bill Clinton, Al Gore's his VP. You impeach him. It was like 98 already. They were done. They just needed to ensure. And they did by, by that 538 votes they did. They needed to ensure that George Bush would get in office and start a war. Because that's what the Fox News audience, that's what they fed the Fox News audience after they killed the Fairness Doctrine. But I digress. There's no time to be independent. You're either with us or against us. And us is people that like democracy, people that believe that every vote matters, people that believe that Americans should be lifting each other up and not tearing each other down. That does not include Nazis, that does not include birthers, that does not include racists, does not include sexual predators, that does not include people that see high school girls and say, oh, wow, looking nice. Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused, no. That's not real life. There was never a time that was okay. Oh, well, it was okay ten years ago. No, it wasn't. If you to say that, go, go tell your mom that. Go tell your wife that. I mean, these, these people act like they, they haven't lived with women. Ever in their life. Like they don't know any women, they don't care about any women. Did women are just objects? To be owned? Doesn't make any sense to me. And I was having a breakdown on Thursday over that question, man. Executive action gonna be taken. I'm having a breakdown. I'm on Twitter and they're fighting with each other. Doing the Republicans work for them. It's just like, you gotta make these guys work. If Republicans wanna win elections, let them work. Don't do the work for them. It's sick and twisted, baby. And that's why, I get, listen, man. That's why this podcast is a vehicle to vote. Because there are more of us. There are more people that think that healthcare is a right, not a privilege. There are more people on our team. There are more people in America that think that children shouldn't be locked in cages no matter what. There are more people on our team that feel that every person should have an equal opportunity to vote and that every person should have equal footing in this nation no matter the race, creed, or color that they are no matter their gender no matter their bank account everybody should get a fair shot the same shot as Americans man a there's, there's a lot of people in this country that don't have homes, that live poor on the street. And I don't, you know, I, I steal a Bill Hicks line every day, so I'll do another one here. If there was one or two bums, then all right, they're bums. But like, 
when you're running the bum gauntlet. Like, I'm at the Staten Island Ferry every day. That's why my job, like, when you're running the bum gauntlet, you have to understand there's a systemic problem in this country. Now, there are more vacant houses that have been taken by banks than there are homeless people in America. Now, do I think that we should give each homeless person a home? No. But I do think that we could find a middle ground here somewhere. <clears throat> Just makes me sick, man. We can't afford this. We can't afford for this to happen again. There's a show on HBO called Years and Years. My dad wants me to watch it. I watched the first episode. It takes place like 2024. And it's like four days before like the inauguration for like whoever is succeeding Trump after he wins again. Which is crazy to imagine. And Trump bombs China before he leaves like. And like after the episode I'm like sad. My dad's like, what do you think? I'm like, it's too real. I don't want, this is real life. I don't need to watch real life in my TV shows. So I want to get back to a place where I don't have to watch cable news every day worrying about if we're going to be in a nuclear fucking war, okay? So what you got to do for me is get out and vote. Because not only are we going to rock the vote, we are going to overwhelm the vote. We are going to exhaust the vote. We are going to leave no room for error, no room for any hostile foreign powers, no room for any independent voters, no room for any uneducated Americans to ruin this for us. Not again. Never again will this happen. And for those of you who made it happen, we have your names and you won't be forgiven. Dies in your house, exclusively on Least Coast Radio.